Welcome to A Study in Sakuga. This is not your normal episode. I am still your anime, Sherlock. However, we don't have our anime Watson Holden with us today, so I decided to rope my fiancé, the anime Irene Adler, in to step in as a special guest host, where we do something a little bit weird. Say hi, Aaron. Hi, hi. Uh, we're going to be watching Kisniver and basically talking over it. It's not going to be like a commentary track. It's more like a reaction podcast. It's weird. Um, but you should watch the episodes and then listen to us how we, what we think of it as we go in. I watched this show back when it came out in 2016 and I really, really liked it. I... Don't know how Aaron is going to react. It's from Studio Trigger, a, a studio she does not like. Is that right? Uh, yeah. I can't say they've made a single piece of media I would call good, let alone that I've enjoyed. Um, but uh, I'm trying to dissuade her of thinking that the whole studio is trash, so I'm, I'm putting this show that I think is good in front of her, laying it at her feet like a dead bird, as a cat might do. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I'm gonna fall for that trap. That's fake kindness. <laughs> Alright, uh, but yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna start it up and see how this all goes. Artistically, I already have, like, a vibe for this. Mm-hmm. I really like... It, like, wants to be Shaft, but it comes off more like the 12-episode version of Black Rock Shooter so far. Mmm. We got Konekied. Oh, that's more like Hanakawa. I mm. mean, look at that tiger striping. They didn't go full white. Come on, get your colors right. <laughs> or it's just great. It might be Sherlock Holmes colorblind. <laughs> yeah, he. I guess his hair does have some tiger stripes in it. Yeah, though he does look about as listless as a Kaneki. I mean, he definitely looks depressed as hell. Mm-hmm. I really like the OP, and it's the song. Fair. I still haven't made any decisions. The visuals so far are acceptable. They aren't anything revolutionary. They're just kind of like discount anime AMV almost so far. But as for the song, I'm not feeling it. It feels really out of date at this point yeah it's very it is very 2010s like dancey yeah it's like it really wanted to be like 2010s pop music electronica honestly it fits in with its english pop contemporaries almost way too well little glimpse of all of our characters for this show uh, fair so far they look to be as generically anime milk toast as you get but to be fair anime doesn't always break the world with character designs nor does it have to mm -hmm. character stands over design most of the time oh man ah uh, yes this guy is clearly depressed <laughs> yeah just this 
this poor cicada just should have stayed uh, underground for a week so it could just die in peace. I mean, so you're saying if no he the cicadas are no better than your average incel overlay only leaving their home for the chance to breed? Mm-hmm. Oh, his level of listlessness is familiar, but I can't say what character he reminds me of right now so far tonally. Wait a second, his voice actor sounds very familiar. <laughs> Would you mind pausing to pull that out? Yeah. Uh, who actually voice acted this guy? Because I swear I recognize the voice actor. That or the voice is generic enough that it isn't pulling something specific. All right. Going to my anime list, the IMDb of anime. anime. Uh, Kaji Yuki. And let's see what else they have done. Let's see. They did some work on... Oh. Oh. Oh! <laughs> they are a voice actor for Aaron Yeager. Okay, that says something, but I've not seen enough Attack on Titans. Some supporting roles down. Oh, they're also, uh... Oh, they sound exactly like... They're Todoroki from My Hero Academia. What a surprise. That, that definitely explains some of the qualities, though I feel like his voice actor just sounds like a lot of those very generically detached anime boys. Oh, they're also the voice of Pim Pim? Pee Me? Wait, he's voiced Pee Pee Me in Pop Team Epic? <laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly, that doesn't surprise me. That does not surprise me whatsoever that they voice them in Pop Team Epic. That's very funny. <laughs> it is a bit funny. What else have they... Oh, Auno Exorcist. Oh, they also voice Miwa in... The, oh, an OVA for Auno Exorcist, but I don't see his accreditation for the main cast role himself, because... There it oh, is. No, that's Kyoto Fujuhin. That is technically the second season after it got cut off the air and did a false ending. Oh. So that is your lack of knowledge showing again. For Sherlock Holmes, you really don't seem to know much, do you? Listen, there's a lot of anime... Yeah, there is a lot of anime. I only have so much time, and I have a day job. Ah, so you're only moonlighting as a genius? Psst. Yep, exactly. <laughs> he just seems to mostly be a supporting boy with only, like, two major roles really under his belt. Todoroki and probably, for most people, Aaron Yeager would be his breakout performance. I don't know. I feel Considering Attack on Titan has a much bigger reach. I don't know. I, I would... Maybe Menelaus from whatever that fucking show that he's in. Considering they bring him back for uh, the Haikyuu show enough, I have a feeling that that's probably a decently sized character, but I've never watched Haikyuu, so I can't really say. Fair. I'm just saying they don't, they're not a lead singer most of the time. Anyway. Yeah, fair. Um, that has been our review of... Uh, oh, wait, they, I think they're a female voice actor. I'm just an idiot. They just look that androgynous, given... Uh, oh, no, it says he. Okay, so pronouns refer to he, they're very gender androgynous. Hmm, wonder if egg. <laughs> Yeah, no, these type of diversions are pretty common when I'm watching anime if I think I hear a character voice and I go, why do they sound familiar? Sometimes I'm very right, sometimes I'm very wrong. 
Mm-hmm. This time I couldn't place the role and I was very off track, but that voice is familiar to me. That's kind of funny, having this voice actor be referred to as Kachan, basically, in this. Yeah. Even if it is technically different. Ah, uh, yes. Baka as Doofus. <laughs> the ways people translate Baka. <laughs> you just really love little feminine little me actions, huh? Uh-oh. I guess school bullies. Everyone's favorite Japanese high school. How did this little 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 runt become a bully? I mean, for some people to become a bully, you just need to be friends with the bully. Yeah, just hide your behind your big friend. Yeah, you just need one person that's a meathead. Damn, this guy sounds like he's about five seconds from taking his own life. Oh yes. <laughs> Ah, yes. Whoever could have predicted this? A himbo enters. A himbo who just really won his ass aid. (laughs) Oh, this is what happens when they really just want to remake Kazuna from fucking Tengen Topo Gurren Lagann. Mmm. And just reuse his character design. Put some glasses on him, make him wear a little more clothes. I mean, you can just see it in the body and the style language. I do like the outfits in this show, though. I mean, he definitely has a look. I don't know if I would say I like it. His hairstyle is very familiar to someone else. Ah, yes, traumatized little kid just has normalized abuse. I mean, to be fair, kid, it seems like you don't feel much of anything. You're about as emo as they come. Yeah, he just... Doesn't have feeling. This might be a theme in the show. I mean, it sounds like most trans people just get this boy some estrogen stat. <laughs> oh man, someone that looks like they're just trying to reuse some designs from Kill a Kill. Honestly, a lot of these character designs really look kind of recycled. At least from this studio. Am I wrong? Yeah. I think they're, like, similar to other characters they've done in the past, but I... Oh, no, they've definitely put some effort to try to, like, put some paint on it. But, like, it's clear that it's, like, filing the serial numbers off a little bit, you know? Hmm. It's, it's like trying to separate fan fiction from the show it's from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I don't think I've actually ever seen that weird anime of Seven Deadly Sins. Not once. <laughs> Ah, yes. Oh, no, you're talking about the cooler ones from Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> oh, I swear I recognize his fucking face. <laughs> he is at least self-aware. I mean, yeah, he just kind of just goes. Yeah, a lack of uh, self-preservation will uh, make you a target. Ah, yes, because you're the Milko's boring anime boy, you are the weird special boy. I mean, yeah. For bullies, they typically want a reaction. Someone who doesn't get a reaction from is probably literally the worst matchup from a bully. Because you're not feeding the troll. Mm-hmm. Once again, internet lessons applying to real life, ladies and gentlemen. Something about their animation style in the show lacks a lot of weight. I mean, not a lot is going on. No, it's like, even just how characters seem to move don't have, like, the amount of impact I'd be expecting. It's like they're, I see what you mean, but they, like, have some of the framing that you would expect from, like, a studio shaft. Like, Mm -hmm. they are really interested in that. But it seems like they don't make 
any good use of their shots. You know what I mean? It feels like they really did not give much weight or thought to what's going on right now. Because right now it has not really sunken me in. It seemed to really fail at setting itself up so far. As his boy goes, go, oh, panties. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you really kind of want to just be an Araragi and have the panties joke in a dumb setup, but yet not be interesting with... Okay, what dystopian hell are the fucking people dragging you into the hospital? Corporate mascot characters. <laughs> Only in Japan, ladies and gentlemen. Or this man is just experiencing delusions from pain, considering there's also just a straight-up disco light show going on. Yeah, this is... Things get a little weird in this show. It's, uh... I mean... It's weird, but it doesn't... You can be weird, but you, it, there's still, like, very little cohesion in this show, stylistically, to me. Uh, it's a bit of a puzzle box show, so... I mean, yeah, it's like that blue-haired chick really wants to be the more interesting person from the Kubakiri cycle than this. Oh man, time for some plot. So they're basically trying to set this up as a city that's designed to basically be a quarantine-esque Resident Evil mansion. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you've all been abducted by me if you're part of my own plan. Oh, okay, you're really gonna say that that is how, what happened? Yep, he just fell. He wasn't pushed at all. No, not at all. Oh man, shared distribution, baby. This is communist emotions time. Yep, everyone gets a little piece of the pain. Oh man, shared burdens, baby. Ah yes, these two are... Honestly, to be fair, I don't think there's a single person with a brain in this group. They all share, just like the pain, they must all share the brain cell. Basically, they're just six bimbos in six different bodies sharing a brain cell at this point, as well as emotions, it seems. Oh man, he really just likes hearing about nonsense, or just also being bullied. Oh man, love interest is spurned. Ah yes, words are futile, as you grab his hand in a very sexual manner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I have to say the show has done nothing to win me over so far from its animation to its character design to its premise, really. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like that is the dumbest way to show how this thing works. Okay, why do you keep punching yourself after this hurts? Because it also seems like this is a lot more painful than having not felt that. Mm-hmm. Oh, also you've just been tased, apparently. Oh man, character from Hirawaka having to be part of this. I feel like there's just a lot of bad jokes being made. Ah, okay, this boy. Flashy, very substanceless animation to try to catch your attention without having too much weight to it. You really pronounce this name show very poorly, don't you? You say Kizniver instead of Kizniver. No, I say, I just said it. I say it the way you say it. It's It feels like you say it wrong, though, to my brain. Kisniver. Kisniver. Yes. You typically pronounce it more like Kisniver. I mean, I... It, it's probably just me talking quickly. Maybe. A Z and an S are hard... Are easily, uh... Confused if you're speaking quickly. And Z isn't an oftenly a used word, so... 
You could mistake it. Is he is a word and not a sound now? Uh, you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. Apparently Z is a word. What is the word that is Z? Is it like the D in Monkey D. Luffy? What does the Z stand for, Mr. Sherlock? <laughs> Alright. That is the end of the first episode. You don't seem to be liking it so far. Not whatsoever. There seems to just be no weight, no real intrigue by the storytelling at all. I would have to say that if it wasn't for the fact that you basically tied me down to this chair and convinced me to record a podcast with you, I would probably have dropped that after about maybe five minutes, if not that. Wow. Then again, I drop shows pretty quickly. I probably would have dropped during the OP after I hear how garbo it was. Because bad OP, bad anime. Almost 99% correlation. If your OP don't slap, you don't have an anime. Okay, but that is something that's subjective. Are you saying that if a person's opinion in an OP aligns, that their opinion in the anime will align? I'm just saying that in my in my preferences, the only time there are a few times when it isn't true, but when it isn't true, it also is also the fact that a lot of bad anime have really bad OPs. If the anime OP doesn't get you excited for the show itself, is it really doing what it is for the OP? Like, yes, the first episode is always the weakest showing for an OP because you have no good idea what you're getting into unless you really read the description as some people do. But in this instance, I'm going in about as blind as a hot potato with zero expectations. So I'm not primed or ready to know how to feel. So I'm just like, what am I watching? I'm like, I do see why I've never really heard anyone really come to bat for this show, though. Other than you, Sherlock. Well, I, for one, like this OP. Um, I think it, that there is something about the idea of linking very disparate people in their pain to get them to, like, understand each other. I think that is an interesting idea. Okay, so... I counter this, and it's like, so you're telling me that it's an interesting potential that is wasted. So just how I feel about, like, Tokyo Ghoul half the time, where it is a show that could have been great, trapped in the show of a bad one with a bad anime adaptation, but the only good thing about it is it's an exception to the OP rule. Because everyone can agree that the Tokyo Ghoul Season 1 OP slaps. Unraveled just slaps, but a good OP isn't the only thing that makes a good anime. It just happens that that anime had one of a god-tier OP. I'm just saying that you get a higher correlation of good OP to good anime. Point of order, this, uh, this show is not adapted from anything. Well, I can tell, because it seems to have a, a lack of any substance to it. It feels like they don't really know what they want to do from scene to scene. They didn't really want to build into it. They just kind of really brute forced and jammed six characters together without much skill, with lackluster animations that have like I don't know. compositions I thought... that could be interesting. Like, I'll give you this, like 
they do have some very good studio shafts clearly inspired, like, point, point, point. But the, it's only good keyframes. In motion, they don't do anything with it. Its film language doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't seem to really cohese into anything special. It's just kind of like the, you know, if I was, like, sleep-deprived, one of those anime that you might watch when you, like, can't sleep in high school. But you don't want to go to bed, so you can't sleep. So you just wind up watching a show, but it's vaguely interesting enough you watch through it all, even if objectively on paper, five years later, you'll call it garbage, even if you somewhat like some of the ideas from it. I feel like, to me, this is your Ichiban Yushiro no Daimo. But here's the thing. I still think that where this show goes is good. Sorry, Daimo. That's fair. Its first episode does not put it on a really strong foot in my books. Then again, this as is... As you can see by how little I was saying to what was there, they really did not sell a show. Because that's what an episode one is supposed to be. As, you know, as an inspiring auteur yourself. The opening is supposed to both introduce and hook you into the premise. To create your fascination with the media. If you, fail, if you don't sink your hook, you have failed in creating a form of media for 90% of people. Not everyone is like my mother, which, bless her heart. But she'll watch a bad piece of media just to see how bad it is and to laugh at it. Like, my dad would always put on, like, a bad sci-fi original or a random movie. She would be up till 3 a.m. in the morning seeing how it ends. Where I'm just like, you know, at this point in time of my life, we have streaming on the internet. We can find anything on the internet to watch. Do I really want to sit down and spend the next 20 minutes of my life? doing this it becomes a lot harder proposition in the era of hey i can kind of choose what i want i don't just have to feel obligated to just keep going mm -hmm. i will say i disagree i think i really like the animation style used here i think it is very energetic and lively i do see what you mean like they're the, the design of this city and the backgrounds is very, like, looking at the way Shaft designs its weird, big, like, semi-futuristic cities. It's not even that. Shaft just, they don't give you any description of how these things look, so they just go balls to the wall and create a visual feast. Mm -hmm. Well, these are, like, much more toned down, but stylized. But they also don't seem to do anything with that. Plus, the more I look at this, the more I'm like, the people that left Gynax to form Studio Trigger really are the people who just did Tank and Topa Gurren Lagann. And I hate Tank and Topa Gurren Lagann. I'm aware of this. I understand that it has its merits as the, you know, ideological fuck you to Neon Genesis Evangelion. But, everyone still likes Ava more for a good reason. I'm sorry, guys. You tried. But, 
I don't know. I don't know if it is a total ideological fuck you to Ava. I think they are two different. Yes, they are ideological. Ava is focused on pain, on trauma. It shows that being a mecha pilot is a burden. Where Tank and Topa Gurren Lagann to Ava's cynicism, nihilism, depression is optimism. They are ideologically opposed shows. They are shows that, while about similar things and have similar protagonists, are literally what happens when you take you and me and set them across the table because you're the optimist and I'm the pessimist. They are ideologically desperate things. Yes, but if when if you take all of Ava, uh, not just the original series, it does eventually get to a very, like, hopeful place. Ava has a good ending. I mean, yes. Ava does have a good ending. It does eventually reach its reconciliation. But it reaches there through a negative mindset, while the other one is trying to channel that pure hope and good vibes of a good Final Fantasy XIV expansion. But without the machismo and the long main story quest to back up every hype moment into the hype machine that game is. I don't know. I think that, like, the oh. core of the core of uh, Thang and Tapa Gurren Lagann is just, like, pure hype machine. Now, I haven't gone back and watched it recently, so obviously I can't speak to its quality. I just thought it was really inspiring and also very just like the epitome of cool when i was 17 i mean that's fair taste change and you're forever burdened with the memories of having having liked something in the past that you now consider cringe that is just getting older that's fair it it this there there are some people who get depression and uh, Ava helps uh, them get through it, and there are some people who get depression, and at least for a little while, Tang and Tapa Gurren Lagann gets them through it. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing about narratives that impact us. They all impact us for various reasons and various things. My personal thing with me is I need time or a really good interest hook to get into something. Like, if I'm exposed to something that's interested enough to kind of drag me along, the longer the time dilation, the more invested you get, so it's easier to have these emotional feels. But everyone, everyone has different things that hook them into a story. Everyone has different little elements they enjoy. There is no one person's right of one person's wrong, as much as my anime list likes to reign. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, atop its shining pedestal, to only ever be occasionally checked out by the new hotness, to then just go back down to the bowels from whence you belong as time <laughs> goes on. <laughs> There are very few pieces of media that are universally digestible in such. Fair. Fair. 
Alright, I think that means it is time for us to take our break after having more to say during the post-discussion than while the show was going on. I mean, that's fair. We were watching the show. I mean, I'm still trying to speak. I know you're trying to struggle to talk while the show is going on. That's just my my cinema etiquette brain just, like, kicks in and I don't like to be too quippy, too talky to, when I'm watching things. Fair. It's something I struggle against. That's fair, but this is one of those opportunities where you get to break the rules and tell society, fuck you, mom. I want to go out my way. <laughs> this is your podcast. If you want to eat pickles and ice cream at 2 a.m. in the morning, you can do it. <laughs> I, I will. All right. Go get your pickles and ice cream then, Sherlock. We have a second episode to get when you return. All right. Episode 2 of Kiss Niver. I've had some ice cream and pickles. They were delicious. I do not know how she eats both of those things at the same time. It will never make sense to my brain. You got your salty. You got your sweet. Babe, you're not a Kingdom Hearts character with your sea salt ice cream. I'm going to be honest with you, audience. I didn't eat uh, pickles and ice cream. That sounds disgusting. Don't try it at home. <laughs> No, she just decided to have, like, a handful of salt and just go, Mmm, yum. Pocket salt. Okay, uh, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, my mom had this, like, little jar that had, like, a bunch of, like, fake seashells, like, fake seashell beads and stuff in a little, like, jar that had a bunch of salt in it, so it looked like a white, white sandy beach, and she kept it on the desk, except it leaked all the time. So I would be sitting at the computer, like, watching, uh, Bleach episode, like, like, whatever, part five on YouTube, uh, and there would just be, like, all of these little granules of salt all over the desk and very idly because I was like kind of hungry but I was also too hyper focused to get up and get anything to eat I would just like lick my finger collect up a bunch of salt and just like lick it off my finger <laughs> what is wrong with you not even doing like the 24 hour bleach streams on justin.tv back before oh no I was Twitch? I was I was up to date on Bleach. I was watching the new subbed episodes, the new fan subbed episodes as they dropped on YouTube. Wait, you're watching your fan sub stuff on YouTube in high school? 
not in high school. This was in middle school, baby. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense, because I'm like, if you're in high school and didn't know how to find better sites while I'm using, like, SNES and N64 emulators on my parents' Dell computer, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Are you just technologically illiterate? How do you even host a podcast? No, in high school, I was torrenting my anime. Oh, I doubt you even knew what a torrent was. You probably still used LimeWire. No, I was, uh, I was uh, using, uh, oh, I forget which program I used, but it had the little frog logo, and I was going to Nya to get my anime. Ah, so you were an old school user of Nya. Mm-hmm. Ah, fair enough. I mean, that reminds me of a random antidote from my childhood where my dad just had, like, a binder full of burned DVDs from either movies he would just rip from the rental store or just pirate and put on there. Because I know he was definitely a hardcore Napster LimeWire type of guy back during those days, and it's just kind of funny. Considering thinking about these days, he's kind of incompetent enough that my mom can somehow use a phone better than him, despite him being the more tech-savvy mm-hmm. one, so, or should be. It is a wild time. But no, we should probably start the episode. Yeah, we should probably start the episode. Uh, starting with uh, some... the We saw this guy in the last episode. We saw his face. He, he was on posters. I think he's a politician. Yeah, I don't know. He just kind of looks like some old dude with some very broken bones. I don't know what happened to his bones. They just kind of are exploding out of his face. (laughs) I mean, just look at those Dumbo ears. Is that how he flies around in his personal private ear helicopter? Going for takeoff, politician landing. We've got got one of these mascot characters uh, being his caddy. Nah. Oh, he's the mayor. They have a mission that they haven't been told about? Oh, so... Oh, he's the teacher guy that basically looks like the one from Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm, and he's he's in on it and set them all up to be tested on, essentially. I don't know. It's It's hard to feel like this has any real weight to it. You know? It's like, I don't know their relationships to this guy. He just kind of feels, like, tangential. Then again, that's the problem with original anime. They don't often, if they don't really work, really fail spectacularly. Team building exercises. Oh, man. Everyone loves team building exercises. It's everyone's favorite at the weird corporate retreats. We can just skip the intro for now. Yeah, I would probably skip it. Like, normally I hate skipping OPs, but... But you hate the OP and we have an episode to record. Yeah, saves us time on the recording. And also, it just is so mid. I don't know, I'm grooving to it. Babe, like, it's, it's, it's Muzak. You know what also makes this seem, like, a lot worse? What? Is like if you said this is 2016, this also has to compete against like the actual goodness of the Danganronpa VN with much better character designs and a much better premise that works. It's like it's trying to fit in that era back when like Assassination Classroom was popular, but is failing. 
Ah, literally just using this guy as a pain receptor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he's less an actual component of the group and more just an excuse to hit everyone. Well, for now. No, no, no. You can't just tell people, uh, tell us where you're from, what class you're in, and your name. I need to hear some trauma. Come on, let's unpack some shit. Uh, oh, man. Japanese and their blood types. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, those are still all pretty superficial, but I really don't believe this test is at all useful. I feel like they really thought they were being clever to force these characters to interact, but it feels like it just isn't working because they just don't know each other enough to even know how to interact with each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes, the classic boob jokes. Then again, that is the one thing Studio Trigger, honestly, that seems to be, like, the only thing they do well is comedy. Yeah, that's right. If you don't start unpacking your trauma... You're just all dead. You are you will get hurt until you all just die. This just seems incredibly pointless. No, you don't get to try to save him to get out of this. You just have to play by our rules, fuckers. Ah, yes. The Resident Evil dogs are now upon us. Bursting through windows. It's like he's afraid of dogs or something. Yeah! Love his shoes, though. I don't know. I don't think they beat Deku's Yeezys. <laughs> it's hard to beat Deku's Yeezys, though. <laughs> do 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 <laughs> Congratulations. We forced you to get a correct answer. Because it's quite clear this group of people is too dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. I really feel like this could be a lot more interesting if these characters have, like, any type of chemistry together. I think it maybe could have used, like, an episode or two establishing who it, these characters were to each other. It needs a lot more to save this. But the thing that only really needs to be established is that they don't know each other, that they don't really interact for, like, what this story is doing. I get it, but it's hard to care about these people because they're not really people at this point. They're just empty caricatures waiting for the plot to be used to describe them. Because at this point, this just seems like this is just very boring psychological torture. Like, this is somehow just somehow worse in terms of, like, it's more boring than, like, the end of Tokyo Ghoul Season 1 Jason torture scene. It's, like, somehow manages to be just... what? No, don't worry about it. That thing I just said while well, being an inch from your face was totally something you can ignore. I don't definitely don't have a history with you. I don't know. They don't even have good chemistry together. I also kind of just don't care that this guy is both a garbagely boring character and also a MacGuffin. Like, it feels like, oh yeah, it's her, a minute countdown. Mm-hmm. They have a minute to uh, give up their deepest fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that really seems to be the only thing this show does is fucking comedy. <laughs> okay. Ah, so just a, uh, uh, a, someone pretending to be a Chunibyo to get attention. No, they're pretending to be a Chunibyo to sound like a more normal person. I don't know what they're going for with these scenes half the time. Oh, come on. 
a childhood friend. You don't have anything you don't want people to fi find out about. They... I... It's just really hard to believe that even the two characters that should know each other actually even care about each other. Ha huh, man, he is Arrow Ace. I think he just has really extreme depression. Oh man, pissed off childhood friend to the rescue. But I don't love you now. I mean, yeah, that's what happens when you say the word used. Mm-hmm. But then again, I don't really think they have that much interest in them either. So it kind of doesn't matter. Like, the thing is, none of these omissions are given any weight right now. I feel like they use used very wrong. The mascot characters are just so random. I'm glad we all got psychologically tortured into into admitting our greatest fears to each other. Yeah, I... Like, I see a world and where this anime is good, but it's not the world that we live in. It feels like we slipped into the wrong dimension for this anime. Are you sure you didn't secretly slip into a different dimension and watch this anime? What do you mean? Haven't you ever just accidentally stumbled into an alternate dimension? No. I'm pretty sure I'm from this dimension. I'm not sure. I think you might have forgot to pay your phone bill on last Tuesday night. What do you mean? Ah, the joke went over her head. Yeah. Once again, outplayed. Oh yeah, I kind of forgot about you. Okay. Like, okay. That just feels like the most... <laughs> uh, a blatant cliffhanger? Not even a cliffhanger. It just feels like they, they felt the need to throw that in there. It feels like a joke more than anything else. Like, the rest of the show's pacing. Like, what was the first thing? Because, let's see, I was in college when Kill a Kill came out. Does this mean Kiss Niver came after Kill a Kill dropped or before? After. So somehow they managed to even... You know what? That makes sense. Storytelling has never been something I felt Studio Trigger has been able to do competently even in Kill the Kill. Like, Kill the Kill to be the show that half has potential, but they decided to go, hee hee, we want to make of the funny sex joke more. Instead of actually having interesting plot or commentary. This one feels like they wanted to try to say something after the complaints I would say from Kill a Kill, but then they failed to learn, like, wait, we just don't know how to write. We need to hire, like, a writer. Because it's clear we have this raw creative verb, but we're channeling it so poorly. That's fair. I... But even then, it's just, like, I don't feel the passion in this project. I don't feel the love, either. It doesn't feel like there is any just focusing lens on this this feels like what happens if i sat you in front of the blank page for two hours you started writing what but you weren't allowed to delete so you just start writing for a bit and then you forget what you're writing about and just started writing again more and just having that smattered collage of disconnected nonsense become something it feels just like so scattershot hmm it's like it has a rough corporate vision or a rough project vision, but it's lacking the key decision-making vision helm. You know what I mean? 
I think I understand what you mean. Because, like, as much as project projects are a mix of individual whims and artistic vision, you do need a focuser. You do need someone to keep a message coherent. You can't just have raw creative verb explode infinitum. You do need to focus your beam a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I just... Mm, I think that with this show that it is, like, so clear about what it is trying to do. I mean... It's kind of like how people praise Kill a Kill for do for saying things even if it isn't good at saying anything. It's like it's clear what it's trying to do. Honestly, to me this kind of feels like the break off of a people from a studio that was big in the 80s and 90s going, "Hey, we think we're big kids too. We can sit at the big kids table. I can have the turkey with mom and dad." But then they're still acting like children at the big kids' table. You know what I mean? I'm not... I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm going out with this metaphor. I'm just saying... They're basically a bu It feels like this is a bunch of, like, new coming up starts that don't seem to have a good idea of what they're doing. Trying to step out into a much more mature field. But also just realizing, no, the studio is still baby, and we're not that good at what we do. You know? I don't know. The, at the very least, the animation is good to look at. Yeah. I like it. I would say just a bunch of, like, decent keyframes that aren't brought to life with animation. Like, in all honesty... Just to, if, uh, in all honesty, the show could probably minus a few all right gestures that seem just taken from some of their other properties, just a slideshow, and I feel I would barely miss the animation, just keyframes only. I greatly disagree. Like, sure, they have a few good animational bits, but that just seems to be the thing Studio Trigger is good at. They're good at making a joke. And then when it comes to making the plot, they just kind of go, uh, I had a stroke. I forgot to put a plot in here. Oh, well, ship it anyway. What? So mean? So mean. I'm sorry. I, tr I came in here with no expectations. Other than it was from Studio Trigger. That is the most you've given me. And maybe a basic idea of the premise. Mm-hmm. So far, the premise is more interesting than the show. To me, this is a textbook example of idea has potential. But this ain't it, fam. I think it might have, it, it may have just been the, no, I. It's also part of just that kind of era of anime where there weren't. Then again, we still are kind of in the modern Darth of, like, really good anime classics, in my opinion. We are in, like, a low point for anime, in my opinion. I know, you've said this. I disagree I you, with it. I know, but I'm saying this to the audience. Because I have controversial takes on anime, and I'm like... You had, like, the resurgence of the big shonens that are constantly still trying to take up and jump at the thrones. But they're all slowly... Even Hirowaka, and I don't even like Demon Slayer, so I'm not even going to give it a hope. 
similar with Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, other than people kind of riding the Chainsaw Man wave. They've had a lot of big shows kind of pop up and disappoint. We haven't truly had a modern classic since Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. We are still waiting and for And you haven't, even, you haven't even watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I've seen all Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh no, you haven't... That's right. I did have the controversial take where I actually like parts of the original animation storylining better than Brotherhood because I also really just hate Bradley as Wrath because to me that never had jived well to me. But even a good classic with really good seeds can have personal preference in how you view characters. I know I have the... I have the accepted bad take, but hey, if you don't agree with me, at least you can know whatever I say, the opposite is probably true. <laughs> I can at least be the Arlon White of anime. <laughs> I just have my opinions, and I will not apologize for them. That's you very... don't like them, fuck you. <laughs> That's very fair, babe. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. I think that's enough for this podcast. Yeah, because I feel like we could continue to go off the rails on me disliking the show for probably hours and to infinitum and probably boredom. Mm-hmm. But I think with this little experiment done, much like the experiment done on these five high schoolers, we can say that we have studied the Sakuga, we have connected our feelings, and we can consider this case closed. I don't know. I'm struggling to see any Sakuga in this, let alone much to really study. They're studying something, but I'm not sure we found it. I don't know if we found anything. It's kind of like just finding a blood stain on the ground.